chat time again this week we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures praise the lord so this week we're going to touch on some current events and then i think about a topic that is kind of controversial so earlier in the month you know between voting to condemn president trump's tweets for racism voting against impeaching him you know it's been kind of a busy week kind of a you know and so recently Reverend Patrick Conroy who's the current house chaplain offered up a special opening prayer for the chamber and he said his prayer was shared on C-SPAN and it was shared on social media and and so he said this has been a difficult and contentious week in which darker spirits seem to have been at play in the people's house. And he went on to pray and said, In your most holy name, I now cast out all spirits of darkness from this chamber, spirits not from you. I cast out the spirit of discouragement, which deadens the hope of those who are of goodwill. I cast out the spirit of petty divisiveness, which clouds the sense and desires to be of fruitful productivity in addressing the issues of more appropriately before this house. I cast out any sadness brought on about by the frustration of dealing with matters detrimental to the honorable work each member has been called to engage in. Pour out your, O Lord, your sacred oil as you did on Aaron of old. Anoint your servants 
here in the house with a healing balm to comfort and renew the souls of all in this assembly. May your spirit of wisdom and patience be sent upon all so that any spirit of darkness might have no place in our midst. Rather, let your spirit of brother and sisterhood and love of our nation and of all colleagues in this chamber empower our better angels to be at play in the common work to be done for the benefit of all your people. May all that is done within the people's house be for your greater honor and glory. Amen. So they need to do that every day. They need to do that more often. Yes, they do. Cast out all those spirits, you know, and, that, and it's pray not like for, Christ, right? And pray for unity, right? And pray, and pray that the Lord touches the mind and, and the heart of the people. Yeah, so yeah, that they see wisdom, see His knowledge, see right? Him, Acknowledge the Lord, righteousness. Yes, what He would have them to do. Mm-hmm. Right, we would have peace. We would have people making sound decisions. Well, somebody sent this article to me from the Christian Post, and it's a memorial that is being honored to, uh, there is a a, a memorial in South Carolina, and it, to me, looks like it's, you know, a concrete uh, memorial, and it's um, honoring fallen police officers in Tiga Cake, South Carolina, and I guess there's been some controversy. The memorial was placed outside of the police department earlier this month, and it contains a prayer often called the officer's prayer. And some complain that the religious words were offensive. Well, well, oh and goodness. you want to know what the religious word was? That's Lord. Oh, my, my, my. Lord. So they had to somehow erase they or had paint to. over well you know city officials they feel compelled to do that sort of thing so they blotted out they said that we've received many comments both locally and nationally in response to the monument but what gets me is I would be afraid to blot out the Lord's name I mean the, the intent behind it to please people to actually Take his name out. Uh, what, what 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 significance is the monument then? Because you're asking for the Lord. I wish. Do they do they give the words to well, the here, entire? Well, here on the back of the stone read, "Lord, I ask for courage, courage to face and conquer my own fears, courage to take me where others will not go. Give me, Lord, concern for others who trust and trust me, and compassion for those who need me." And please, Lord, through it all, be at my side. Right. So now, if they take out Lord, then who are they asking, asking for courage? That's what I'm saying. Of... Yes. So the prayer is is empty. It holds no weight. No. It, 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 there's no authority behind it. So I would be afraid to take out Lord, knowing that I'm, I'm appealing my petition, my supplication is being made to Him. How, how could they, in in good conscience? take his name out of the out of the petition that doesn't make any sense to me what's the point of the memorial 
Right. What's the point of it having anything? Take it down. Just take, scratch the whole prayer off. Right. Because it's, you know. Right, because they they, they basically have made it in, invalid. They have basically taken away the empowerment that the prayer would give because you're, you're, you're making an appeal to the Lord. So they just need to just take it down. Just take the prayer off. If, if, if they can't stand on their conviction and know that they're asking God to give them courage, isn't that part of the prayer? And they, they don't have enough courage to leave his name in the prayer. They just need to take the thing down altogether. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. So moving on, I got this article sent to me, and I don't, I, I'm, I don't know. I just feel kind of... I have mixed feelings about the article. It says, What the Bible says about zodiac signs, astrology, and horoscopes. Horror. Horror. <laughs> I didn't mean to say horror. <laughs> but maybe that's what it came out. <laughs> but that's probably maybe that's where the origin of it is, you know? <laughs> so this article says that the Bible and astrology both have their roots in ancient teachings. And rarely will you hear an astrologer call their texts sacred or holy but the bible both the old testament and the new testament are considered to be written by man through the hand of god the bible is an ancient text that has remained applicable to so many lives for centuries after its creation it's interesting to note then that christians often say that the occult is forbidden according to the bible and that reading your daily horoscope searching your natal astrological chart and studying a zodiac sign is wrong which is confusing because clearly there are multiple scripture references in the bible that uses terms that sound a lot like zodiac speak the first ram for sacrifice can relate to aries Uh. as the first sun sign in astrology is aries the ram of god hogwash Leo can be another way of saying the Lion of Judah. Jesus was the Lamb of God, and in astrology, Leo is ruled by the sun, and the sun is, you know, I can't like bring myself to read this. Right, that's like saying, okay, so now you're eating catfish. Okay, fish, fish, Pisces. All right, you know, that's stupid. <laughs> fish is in the Bible. The word fish right, is so, in the Bible. So therefore, you know, hey, is that a reference to Pisces? No. They just trying to use that to make an excuse for, right. for them to uh, legitimize it. Right. It, it, oh, okay. Uh, Esau, Jacob, they were twins. Oh, what about what about uh, Gemini's? Oh, twins. <laughs> See, uh, you know that is that is so stupid. Well, they didn't say any of those. But then it says, and then there's Vir- Virgo. And Paul was a bachelor. What about Sagittarius? <laughs> <laughs> Virgo is the virgin who gives birth to life, and she's also the person who oversees children, works small pets, according to astrology. Mary was a virgin who gave birth to the ultimate life giver, the Christ child. Is Mary no, the mother of the Jesus symbolized the, by the sign no, Virgo? No. <laughs> no. So it says good questions and one that takes a lot of time to answer. And that, that's not a good question. <laughs> it and take you any time. No, no. The and Bible it, is full of... The spirit behind astrology, God rebuked it because basically they're looking for the elements to guide them rather than the spirit of the Lord. They're looking, it's like for what the Lord calls uh, 
looking for the strange, you know, looking for something other than the Lord as far as their reference point. So, no. Their guide, their... Yes. To someone to direct their path. But here, the sentence, the next sentence says, um, the bottom line is that more and more zodiac signs are becoming cosmic anchor for people's daily lives. People are searching for answers to their problems and they use astrology to cast horoscope predictions for the future. Both the Bible and astrology help people realign themselves when they find that the world around them is throwing a few curveballs their way. I don't know how they're realigning themselves in astrology, but the Lord is yet to embrace truth, and the Lord is truth, and the Lord said to acknowledge Him. Now, as far as astrologers, this is just no way that they can look to the stars. Like a lot of people say, the universe, you know, has done this, or the universe <laughs> has decided. I said, well, where did the universe get get it from? You know, that's that's so obnoxious. It's just so so backwards. So they're trying to realign themselves based upon what what the Lord has always done. He always sets a standard, and that's why truth cannot be uh, contained or, or hidden to the point where you just blot it out of existence. Man would like to do that so well, that they don't feel guilty, but they won't be able to. This article says Leo, and and it's a sign for people between July 23rd and August 22. And in Hebrew, it's Eric Area, A R I E H, the lion. And they give Bible references like Genesis chapter 49, mm-hmm. verses 9 to 10, mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 5. And Psalm 91, verse 13. It says that lions are mentioned 100 times in Scripture. In astrology, Leo is represented by a charging lion. It is a symbol of confidence, strength, determination, and royalty. The biblical connection lies in the magnitude of strength and power that the lion encompasses. Leo, in the Bible, is the king of all kings, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it's not astrology. So that's like uh, saying that if a person, just because you're a man, and therefore all astrological signs dealing with the male, oh, that's connected. You know, there's a biblical reason for it. No, astrology, the Lord condemned it. So there's no way around that. And the fact that you uh, take an attribute which the Lord gave, lions. He gave those attributes and now they use it in astrological uh, signs. That doesn't mean that they're connected in the sense that the Lord approves of them because God did not approve of astrology because of the spirit behind it. There's a reason why the Lord didn't approve of it. It's because it's a form of idol worship. Now Psalms 91 and 13 reads, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder young lion and the dragon shell thou trample under feet now see the connection so I, I don't either I mean because you're not honoring the Lord I mean it says you're going to it's a reference to you stomping on them we're talking about Psalms where the Lord is talking about how you're going to trample how you're going to conquer over over the enemy but the fact that they use uh, 
lions as a, as a symbol of, of strength, of conquering, uh, young lions, uh, of them going forth and, and subduing the enemy. That has, just because they took a sign, which is, say, Leo, and they made the lion the astrological uh, representation for that particular time span that people are born, the attributes of the lion has been set by the Lord. But astrology, the practice of it, is not connected with the Bible. Just because you pick signs and the attributes that the Lord has attributed to those signs, you embrace that and use that in astrology. Like a virgin, you know, something that's pure. Just because God has decreed virginity represents purity does not mean that the Virgin Mary is connected to astrology, to the sign of Virgo. It's this this. It's just backwards. It, they wanted to be, but God condemned it, along with witchcraft. Um, Aries, the ram, they cite Genesis chapter 22, Ezekiel chapter 21. It's the same thing. And Psalm 91 again. It's just, it's, but it's the same thing. The attributes that the Lord has attributed to uh, the ram and to being uh, looked upon as being a sacrifice you don't t- you can't take that away so if you use that particular uh, animal or symbol to represent something within your astrological sign those attributes are going to be attached to it but the practice of astrology is still wrong you know, that's like saying, you know, when, if a horse is a horse, a rose is a rose, but any other name is still a rose. What you do with it doesn't change the function that God has given to it, but you can't attach astrology to God's word and well, they're say... they're really stretching it here. Right, I mean, and, because and say that they're the same thing. The ram in astrology is considered the first fruits of, of the zodiac, childlike and willing to take risks that can be costly and sacrificial out of passion and love. Aries, find peace in the sacrifices you have made in your walk with faith. Know that Jesus has paid the ultimate price for you to be loved and cherished by many, and most of all, God. The, 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 I, this, it, you know, it's, it's just like... Well, they, they talk about Ch- Genesis chapter 22 where it says that the ram was found in a bush. There was a ram yeah, in the bush. But, uh, yeah, but you can't, you, can't, you can't take away the attributes that God has given it. But the Lord, he paired astrologers along with magicians. It's like a deceit. It's, it's deceitfulness bound up in astrology. He linked them together. And magicians were known for being deceptive, their sleight of hand. And basically that's what astrology does. It doesn't lead you to enlightenment and, and revelation. Anything that tries to guide you without the Lord will not lead you to enlightenment. People might feel like it is, but your, your biggest uh, error is if you feel like you have to go to an astrologer or you have to read your chart in order to find guidance, then you're trying to go through life without acknowledging the Lord. You want someone to tell you something, to show you something in the future, to prepare you for the unexpected, to give you a glimpse into the unknown. You want someone to do that, but you don't want it to be the Lord. Yeah, the Lord said in Leviticus 19 and 31, regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wisdom to be defiled by them. 
Right. Okay, you know, what comes to mind here is, um, what, wasn't it astrology that led the wise men to Jesus after he was born? I don't know about astrology. I believe the Lord don't gave... Don't you th- I mean, I, were, were the wise men astrologists? I don't know if they were astrologists, but I believe the Lord gave them a revelation and told them to follow the star. But the Lord told them. It's not like they got up and said, oh, I'm going to see a star, and this star is going to represent the birth of, of our Savior, of the Savior of the world. The Lord led them. The Lord even told them what path to take and what path not to take. So it wasn't them trying to... A lot of people say that they were the three kings. And, right. You know, and, that could be. Uh, but they weren't led of themselves. God led them. Even to the point where he told them not to go back the same way because he knew that the, the king was seeking the life of, 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 of Jesus as a babe. So when you let the Lord lead you and the Lord tells you, I'm going to put a sign up. I'm going to give you a start. I'm going to guide you. Same way he did when he led them fire by night and a cloud by day. The Lord said, you know, I'm going to put this up in, in, in the sky and you're going to follow this because I'm telling you to. That's a whole different story between that and somebody looking at the stars dividing it into uh, houses Telling you that the moon is rising in some house and setting in another house, and therefore this means that you do this. Nothing having to do with what God has said. It's basically looking to positions of planets to say, this is your future and your destination. The Lord forbids that. So, Virgo is referenced as the virgin and um, represented by the figure of a woman. And they say, who's the most famous virgin in the stories of Christianity? And it's the Virgin Mary. And um, in Matthew 1, 23, it talks about how, uh, you know, prophecy, a virgin uh, shall be with child and bear a son. So Virgo know that all things, the birth of Jesus Christ was brought to the world through a virgin Inception. The constellation Virgo during the winter solstice has planets. But see, all this is embedded in like um, it's crap. And so, and so what? And you, <laughs> That's and, not the word I was thinking. And of. you only, you only really find uh, the word astrologers or astrology mentioned in Daniel. You know when he was dealing with and the magicians and the Lord equates them on the he puts them on the same level. They're in the same playing field. So, so much so that, you know, Daniel's looking at him, well, didn't your magicians, can't your astrologers, can't they tell you? Which lets you know that they're not looking to God to guide them. So Daniel wanted to know, you know, you're asking me, go to your astrologers. Mm-hmm. These are people who are taking their their references, their, their the message as to what they should do with life, whether they should go into battle, whether they should forego fighting they're doing all this based upon positions of the stars and the planets and Daniel said well he would go and he would ask the Lord so when people try to rely on astrology they don't want God to guide them they want a glimpse into the future they want to know how to handle a certain situation but 
not according to God's will. They just want to do it according to their standard, what they would like to accomplish, what would please them. And the Lord said, you have to acknowledge me, not stars, not planets, not people, not magicians, not people who dabble in divination. You have to acknowledge me. And people who rely on astrology, they're not relying on the Lord. No, it says in this article, it says in astrology and the tarot, which means that, you know, they consult tarot cards. Yes. Um, Virgo is associated with the wisdom others may not want to hear. Mm-hmm. But but this is like a mixture. I mean, it it encompasses not just astrology; it's tarot cards and right. horoscopes. And right. And Isaiah is the only other place where he talked about the stargazers, people who who basically they try to get a message out of something that basically does not ref, doesn't is not put there for them to get a reference out of. But they were put there for signs. And seasons, and so naturally, man in his wicked imagination takes it from A and goes directly to Z. And so the Lord did it so that you can tell, uh, as far as navigation, you know, signs as to which direction you should take, the seasons that are coming, what season that you'll be in. The Lord had a definite purpose for them, but of course, man took it and basically perverted it. And so you end up with people worshiping stars, planets, going to them like you would the Lord. That's crazy. Why do you think it's easier for people to do that? Because they're in self. It's easy to please their flesh. See, they're not trying to please uh, the spiritual man. The spiritual man is dead. It's, It's easier for them to do that because... They're carnal-minded, and it's easier for the carnal to relate to the carnal. If they were spiritual-minded, it wouldn't be easy for them. You know, they'd be looking to the Lord for an answer. They would not be satisfied. I mean, do you think people are brought up that way? I mean, do you think some of that is like a learned behavior? I think we're all brought up in a sense to think carnally. And, and then after... Well, it never would have... Well, we're brought up to, in a sense to satisfy ourselves and what we think will make us happy without without a spiritual reference to the Lord until something in us, we, we desire more. We desire to go beyond where we are because you never get beyond where you are in the kernel. You'll always be stuck in the kernel. You'll never get past where you are. And then something in us says that you're not satisfied, that the, the spiritual part says there has to be more than this. And then you begin to seek for truth because all the things that we seek before we're saved and go after in the world, all of it is based on lies. All of it is based upon things that are temporary, won't last, can't give you spiritual satisfaction, which is why, like the Lord says, they purge foam. They just purge out themselves. They just they go to the extreme trying to solve something that's spiritual with a carnal solution. And all it breeds about is, is like a type of madness. So then when a person comes to themselves and says, it's got to be more, then the Lord begins to deal with that person so that it takes them beyond carnal. You end up crucifying the carnal side so that the spiritual side can live. So what do you tell someone when they are in the habit of, you know, like um, your birthday in the Journal Sentinel they have, if today is your birthday under the horoscopes, that you can read your horoscope and it'll tell you what 
what to expect. And you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people find that to be very harmless. Yeah. And they read that and you know, I've said something to people and they've said, Well what what's the difference? What's what's it what's it gonna hurt? What's it you know I, I would ask them, Do you believe it? Well, I guess yeah. it's like and evidently they do. The sense that I get is that it's like, well, maybe I guess that's, because that's, they that's look why they do. To yeah. it coming true. That's what I'm saying. That's what the problem is. And so you tell them that's what the harm is: is that you're looking for a, a guidance to your life, and it's and regardless of whether you want to admit it or not, it's, it's, hope, it's a spiritual, right? It's, it's a it's, it's a spiritual reaching within yourself. It's because you're going beyond the natural. You're looking for something that you can't see yet. You're looking for something that basically should be faith because it's not seen. And once it's seen, it's no longer faith. But you're doing that outside of the Lord. The Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Micah 7 and 18. Who is like a God unto thee that pardoneth iniquity and passeth by the transgression of the remnants of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delighteth in mercy. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is, is all, all right. right. Praise the Lord and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was who was called the friend of God? And the answer is Abraham. You can find that answer in James chapter 2 verse 23 which reads, And the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. This week's Food for Thought is, What example did the Lord make of Paul for all saints? Hint, the Bible. And that's Food for Thought.